0: The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck, The Blaze Radio
1: Network. We've been talking about the school shooting, of course, yesterday in Florida. Yet another one. with Loss of lives of 17 kids at school. Uh, just horrific again. And of course, and, and no sooner does it happen than the gun control stuff starts. And we just heard From the superintendent of the school system. Now is the time to discuss common sense gun control. Now is the time for common sense gun reform. There's never a time for that. As long as you have the second amendment, there's never a time for that. It's a following
2: a constitutional amendment. There could be a time for that.
1: Right. And look, you know, there obviously are plenty of gun
2: restrictions in this country and, you know, certainly more at the state level than there are federally. Uh, You know, if there was something that could fall into the context of the Constitution somehow that would help, uh, you know, violence, obviously everyone would be open to it. You know, I mean, I think you wonder very realistically about a slippery slope type of situation. I mean, one of the reasons Mm -hmm. why you need to defend every single gun law is because the second they get the one they're talking about, they're going to go for 10 more Mm
1: -hmm. and then you're going to be defending those. And they won't talk about anything, you know, desensitizing of human life. Uh, that's really an issue. I, I, don't, I don't know if it's a video game situation where you've killed so many things on the, on the video game that you now feel like everything is a video game, even real life. Wasn't that the situation they thought or they suspected with one of these killers? Adam Lanza, one of them, uh, was uh, like obsessed with video games, and they thought he had maybe been desensitized a little bit to human life. Uh, how about the abortion industry desensitizing us to human life? They don't care about 62 million babies being killed. Couldn't care less. And they're teaching that to our children. And they're teaching uh, to our children just how important that is to them. That, boy, you better not take that from me. Uh, you can't take that right from me. If I want to end the life of this baby, I can. Uh, we've eliminated God from our lives in our society. Uh, listen to this candidate. I believe he's a a U.S. Senate candidate in Tennessee, uh, about thoughts and prayers.
0: I just want to uh, pop in and share some fantastic news with everyone. Uh, I was talking to some Republican friends, and um, we were talking about the most recent school shooting in Parkland, Florida, that's uh, going on right now. And the good news is thoughts and prayers stopped the entire shooting right in its tracks and we don't have to worry about guns anymore because oh we have thoughts gosh. and prayers and none of this Shut is ever going to happen again so all those thoughts and prayers they worked uh nobody got injured nobody's gonna die and uh, in fact when you pray a whole lot about it guns actually just stop working completely you can stop bullets with prayer yeah i know it's crazy that uh that you know i, I, no, I didn't <laughs>
2: It's time, it's time to bail. The bid isn't working. I know you're still trying to make it work. It's not happening. <laughs> right. It's time to bail.
1: What a douche. I know.
2: Again, this idea that this is their solution shows, you know, people like to use the phrase why Trump won. I mean if that that is not a great explanation of it. The fact that mm-hmm. you're to come out after a national tragedy and mock people praying for the victims, showing compassion, mm-hmm. you might not think it's going to solve all the problems, but the idea that really you come bad. out and mock people for praying for victims or if they're atheists, sending their thoughts to the families to try to comfort them in a difficult time, the the idea that you're acting as if that is an enemy tells us a lot about who you are as a person. And we saw this all over uh twitter uh media personalities Mm -hmm. it's just thoughts and prayers are not enough i heard it again this morning Do we have the cnn uh representative uh uh, ted deutsch i don't know if it's in this clip or not uh he he can we play one of these clips uh this is you know he's on cnn this morning and this is the it's the top 10 arguments just recycled over and over and over again for every one of these things and none of them have worked right like if you're a liberal, you've said I want these, I want these things to happen. You haven't been able to get them to happen. Would at some mm-hmm. point would you try thinking about something else? Here's a representative uh, Ted
0: Deutsch.
1: I don't know how many times I have to ask the question about why we can't stop this. Do you have any wisdom on this?
0: Well, it's it's not wisdom that we need. It's action that we need. This I, morning. I just um, I appreciate the interview that you just did with the two students, and and I um, uh, as they were leaving, I just went to tell them. Uh, how brave I thought they were and and he looked at me and and he said um, we want action and that's uh, that, that's coming from someone who had to endure just unspeakable horror yesterday And what happened here want action. In, a, in an incredible community full of wonderful people the kids at the school I, I was at the school just a few weeks ago um, it's, these are some of the best kids you'll find anywhere
1: and this is considered it was voted the safest yes town in
0: Florida right and so what all that that shows us is that no one is immune from this kind of from this kind of slaughter and look hmm. I, I I have to tell you for all of the people who have been saying you can't politicize this for the people who have oh God, who have gone into go. attack anyone who said anything about the need to, to do something the only people who are politicizing what happened here the loss of life the tragedy the the, the, one of the worst days that anyone here I will not ever experience I he's not the one are the people who it. don't want to take no, that. Right. Are the people, oh, the people who are looking who, oh. for any reason to mm. to give Congress one more chance to be silent. And, and you shouldn't we... have to feel the way I do. You shouldn't.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Why, Nobody's what? saying we shouldn't do anything. Right. What we're saying is let's do the right thing. Yeah, something that will actually work. Do the right thing. I'm so tired of hearing we got to do something. <laughs> do the right thing. Thing. Yeah. yeah, and you
2: notice, what, and this happened over and over and over again yeah. as I was listening to the news over the past 24 hours. They didn't say anything about gun control there. It's always mm-hmm. this this nebulous call to action about mm-hmm. something, because they know the American people don't want this to happen to law-abiding citizens, and that's who it would affect, obviously. There's 300 mm-hmm. million guns in this country. If you want a gun to go shoot up a place, it, you've, you're too late. You're too late to restrict them. It's, it's it's very easy to get
1: them. Unless you're going to now come to door-to-door and take them away from people. And that's not Is that what
2: you're proposing? Yeah. You don't want to try that.
1: That won't work out well. Uh, can we listen to Don Lemon from last
2: night? Oh, jeez. Uh, we like Don Lemon. Don, you know, has had uh, Glenn on the show many times. And I would say that this is just a very... This is very typical of of the coverage last night. This exasperated, how can this be happening again... Um, uh, emotional plea to the to the audience to uh, to adopt you know gun control his measures, point of view his point of
1: view right mm-hmm. and so
2: again you didn't you we didn't hear in that last clip him say well what we want or x y or z when it comes to gun control it's just they just keep saying we need action and the only action they'll accept obviously is gun control mm-hmm. here's uh don lemon uh talking about uh, playing the odds in our society
3: There's another fact that we need to face. Every single one of us is just playing the odds at this point. The odds that in a country of 325 million souls, that we won't be the ones who get hit by the next bullets that start flying. Stop for a second
1: here.
2: Of course we are. I mean, of course we are. We're also playing the odds that when we commute to work, we're not the ones in the accident. Mm -hmm. We're the people... we're We're playing the odds that our smoke detector doesn't go out the same time a fire starts. We're all playing the odds every single day. That is exactly what we're all doing. And you know what? That should be not discomforting, comforting. Because the odds of you getting involved in one of these situations are so impossibly low that you can actually find legitimate comfort if you understand probability that <laughs> this is never going to happen to you most likely. And that doesn't give comfort to the person who's just been involved in something like this. But like, think about, think about it this way. Worst mass shooting in our history, Las Vegas worst mass shooting. I think it was fifty eight people killed mm-hmm. in the Las Vegas shooting. You could have been anywhere else in the in America other than Las Vegas, obviously. But if you were in Las Vegas, you could have been anywhere else but at that concert. You could have been in the building where the bullets were coming from and had no risk of being caught in this shooting, with the exception of the the security guard. Now think about this: you went to Vegas and you went to that concert. Of the people who were at the concert, 99.8% of them survived. Now, I am not saying that that is a justification to be like, oh, we should never care about mass murderers again. But I wish we could get to a place where people understood that, you know, the odds are actually really comforting in yeah, this situation. If you're going to talk odds, yeah. the odds are great. Yeah. They're good. They're good. You're They're probably really good. never going to have to deal, thank God, you're probably yeah. never going to have to deal with this. And remember how uh, commonly this point was made when it came to terrorism, when back in the day, when we were saying, hey, we got to take Islamic extremism seriously, and they'd say, there's better chance of you being killed driving your car to work than being killed by a terrorist, an <laughs> in, in argument to never take uh, this seriously, they constantly were berating us with those things. And in reality, mm-hmm. it is a comforting truth that most likely you will end your life for something a lot more boring than a terrorist attack. Thank God. That Most people will die of something that's a lot less interesting. Mm -hmm. That is something, though, in our society. And you know what it is? It's a function of a free society. It is, at some level, the price we pay that some maniac that we don't know and has never seen us before can do something to harm us. That is part of our construction of our society. You know, maybe you don't need to deal with that in North Korea. Maybe only Kim Jong-un makes those decisions in North Korea and you don't have to deal with it. I don't know. I feel like the trade-off is okay. Now, that, that that does not mean that we don't do every single thing that we can to stop these terrible incidents from terrorist attacks to things uh, like this mass shooting, which I would also clarify, uh, I, you know, classify possibly as a terrorist attack depending on his motivation. Still, though, it is it is part of it and, and and we all have to deal with it. We deal with it every single day. Are we going to be the one? Uh, example, when we go into a basic surgery where the doctor screws up, are we playing the odds there? Yeah. We're playing the odds there. We're playing the odds every single day. You drive down the street. There is a, There are two yellow lines that separate you from a car careening at you at 55 miles an hour, depending on the road. We all trust and play the odds that that person driving at you isn't the one idiot who decides they're going to smash the car into you head on for no reason. Every day we do this, and we trust people. It's something that you should probably realize with life, and it's why we make the point all the time when it comes to faith. And and your morals and the way you live your life, get it in order. Because you don't know when that last day's coming. You are playing the odds every single day. So uh, you know, that part of just drives me freaking crazy. Because people act as if that's... I mean, I think John Mayer made the same point, And Don should probably consider just making the same points as Don Mayer that maybe they're not the best points.
3: But we go on with uh, more John, Don Lemon. Don't be the one that gets that that phone call about someone you love who did... Your son, your daughter, your brother, your sister, your spouse or your parent, even a friend, anyone you know. The phone call that changes your life. But with every deadly shooting in this country, the odds get worse and worse and worse. Are you really willing to keep playing those odds? Your life is too precious for that. The lives of our loved ones are too precious. The lives of the people in our cities and towns are too precious. Have we forgotten that life is a gift? It's a disgrace that this is still happening after Sandy Hook,
0: Hmm.
3: Columbine, Virginia Tech, Emanuel AME Church, Pulse nightclub shooting, Las Vegas, the list goes on and on and on. This is who we are right now. But is this really who we want to be, a country where anybody at any time could be shot to death? And then when a bunch of people are killed and lives are shattered, we are sad and maybe angry and then we forget and we move on until the next time. With the tragedy remaining in the headlines for even a shorter time than it did before. So just forget politics here. This is about lives, the lives of all Americans. We need to keep guns out of the hands of dangerous people. Everyone agrees with that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People who oppose gun control will say today is not the day to talk about it. And you know what? Mm-hmm. They are absolutely right. Because the day to talk about it was weeks, months, years or decades ago. And yes, of course, we also need to make mental health a priority in this country. But guess what? what? We can do both. We can do both of those things Why not do the one you can get at done? the same time.
0: Right. If mm-hmm. we
3: don't, we have no one to blame but ourselves. This is America, people. Don't forget that.
1: There you okay. go. So, Don Lemon, and, and, and I'm dumber for having heard that. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I'm just dumber for having heard. Look, I think he's sincere. I, he's, d- it's, but it's I, but just, it's just a I can't stupid rant that makes no sense.
2: And, and again, there's no evidence Ugh, that any brother. gun law would stop him. He violated mm-hmm. several gun laws with the way he used his gun. It's just, it's just irritating. By the way, we should talk about uh, President Trump is uh, supposed to make a statement. It's interesting that uh, right before the statement has come out, it appears that Steve Mnuchin, the tre- Treasury Secretary, has come out in favor of gun control uh additional gun control measures that's obviously um you know major force inside the administration um so we don't know what uh, trump is going to say here um we just uh you know these are moments are you can be nervous times
0: glenn speck the blaze
1: radio network